You know what this is like? It's like those old movies we both love. Now I'm going to tell you my whole plan, and then I'm going to come up with some absurd and convoluted way to kill you, and you'll find an equally convoluted way to escape. Sounds good to me. Well, this ain't that kind of movie. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is Luke and Ralph. That's right. And today's episode will consist of not movie reviews as we usually do, but instead we're going to do a little kind of like a bonus long episode, but it's just a normal episode where we're going to talk about um, in detail the 93rd Academy Award nominations, Academy Awards nominations, um, the hella postponed Academy Awards. Um, obviously, this show will come out before that ceremony is aired, but um, it'll be the show right before that airs, before the next one. So this will be just in time for that. And we're going to discuss those movies and the nominations and, you know, our opinions on it, basically. And if you want to reach this show and all of our other uh, episodes as well, you can do so at otherpodcast.com. Um, check that out at your convenience. Also, give us five stars because why not? Um, be nice. All right. So let's move on really fast here. So, Luke, what have you yes. been up to lately? How was your life? Uh, I've been all right. I've been on a little vacation and then uh, took a, took my little COVID vaccine. So I had another couple of days off, you know. So, hey, doing okay. fine. Nice. Been watching a lot of uh, TV, kind of. TV, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> it's all streaming. You know, I saw uh, Murder Amongst the Mormons on uh, Netflix. Saw that in like one good sitting. So it was like, I think, almost three hours. But it was kind of, it was really good. They really keep pushing that on me. They really want me to see it's, it. It's crazy, like, what what like when tra- uh, what transpired with this whole murder. Hmm. Oh, it's yeah. about one case? I thought it was like about... No, no. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty much one case and... Yeah, and about the church, and you know they're trying to keep everything on the up and up. Hmm. So, yeah. and now okay. I'm in the middle of uh, the HBO Max uh, one, uh, Q Amongst the Storm. Q and on Amongst the Storm, or is it just uh, Q? It's just Q. Oh, really? I thought it would be Q and on. Okay. Yeah, that's a hefty one. You were telling me a little bit. Oh, off yeah, no, air. yeah, yeah. Q into the storm. Yeah, it's really good. I think I'm on the fifth episode right now, and I'm just like, this is nuts. And it goes, you know, talks about like the people involved, who they suspect it is, right. and uh, mainly it focuses yes. on like the people who started like, because I guess he started first posting on Reddit, then he moved over to 4chan, and now it was on QChan, and then QChan got taken down, and they're at the point in the documentary where they're trying to get uh, like something back up and running for him to post again, and yeah, right, and then going to like the usual suspects of who might, who Q might be, or. You know, if, if he was a team of people and whatnot. So. Right, right. Just uh, an internet AI creation born. Yeah, we'll um, see. Just born to just, you know, destabilize us. That's awesome. Anything else, man? Uh, no, I did. I don't, the only movie I saw in the last two weeks was a uh, old 80s movie called Rad. Oh, well, we're not there at Recent Discoveries yet. Oh, okay. Just where how you been lately. But oh, I understand. Not. Oh, also playing Outriders. So that's a... I don't know that one. Oh, it's uh, free on Xbox Game Pass. So, oh well, hey, I got access to that, don't I? Yeah, you do. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how about you, Ralph? Anything new with you? Um, no, not really. Just Single been uh, trying to think what what did I talk about on the last episode? Was I on vacation last episode? I 
Maybe. Right. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I was on vacation again anyway. It was great. Um, I've been getting used to not working, so working sucks again. <laughs> right. You know, that's the shitty part of that. Uh, what else is new on that aspect? And then, uh, besides that, I've been watching a lot, a shit ton of TV. Um, like, it's my months to watch TV. I have no will to watch movies. Um, I always Which have will. It's funny to me because uh, TV's longer. It is, but you know what? It's it's also shorter. You know what I'm saying? So I know like, how you, you guys. You, I know how people see it. Yeah. You know, well, you can watch a 30 minute episode. You can stop at a 30 minute episode if you wanted to, or a 45 minute episode. You can stop 30 of, minutes into a movie, also. Yeah, but that's dumb. So <laughs> it's all dumb. It's all right. nonsense. <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, no, I'm like, saying it's all like not important. That's what I mean. Like, oh not, yeah, yeah, 100. percent Yeah, that's that's the that's the honest to god truth there. That's what I meant. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of TV. I have a lot of um, random, uh, oh, random shows. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Big yawn. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of like shows that I just never caught up to. Um, I've also like stopped watching a lot of shows. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like sure. I'll watch like four or five episodes in a season or something, and I'll be like, "Yeah, you don't interest me anymore." And then boom, on to the next. And then same thing with another show. And I'll be like, oh, that was okay. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for you right now. And then, uh, you know, I've just been like doing that. And I just realized that I, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what's going to catch my interest, to be honest with you. Um, there's nothing that, there's nothing right now that's actually like just dead focused. Let's go. I want to watch everything you have right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, even old stuff nothing i always hit a point where i can stop and i don't want to go back to it hmm. um, yeah i mean i've been there not often yeah. but it does occur but besides that um i really haven't watched too, much, too many movies um like i said just because you know i don't want to dedicate the time i can watch seven episodes of a show but i just can't watch a two-hour movie <laughs> ah, it's just, just kidding but uh, yeah, but besides that, uh, game-wise, I mean, I don't, I don't really play much games, um, besides, you know, the, the usual stuff. Um, that game that, uh, Luke mentioned, what was it called? Out- Outriders? Outriders. Outriders. Um, I was watching some gameplay of it. It's, it's free on Xbox Game Pass for Xbox. Not for PC. Yep. But don't forget that. Um. So yeah, it's it looks okay. Um, it's I think it's a little overhyped, but yeah. Other than that, that's uh, okay. Well, um, <clears throat> I've been watching a shit ton of movies for the nominations. I've seen all but a few, so I have got that going. But um, we'll discuss that literally at the next segment. Um, however, another thing that's been keeping up my time very happily, and actually I should be researching too, but I haven't been because I've been addicted to this game called. Um, Death Stranding, which I just started playing last week, a little less than a week ago. And uh, have you guys played it yet? Or at mm, all? Nope. No? Too daunting? One day. No, I mean, is it, too, da- it, is it too daunting or is there a particular reason? I, don't know, I just feel like it's going to take a long time to, like, it's going to be a, a nice chunk of time investment. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It 100% is. I'm still, like, in the first map area and it's been like hours and hours and hours um well it's because you know i want to get all the stars when i get everything and it's a very interesting game and uh, it's funny that i was um 
since I know, since I'm so familiar with um, Hideo Kojima's, you know, design and his, you know, the way he does games, right? The way he does story. That I feel like you can make a really nice drinking game out of playing one of his games. For example, uh, over-dramatized emo, take a shot. Um, every time um, someone... Every time someone overreacts to, you know, like a little human moment, take a shot. Every time some, like, you, or every time you feel like you're watching a movie instead of playing a game, take a shot. Um, you could do a lot of that with his Metal stuff. Metal Gear Solid Four. All them, all of them, all of them, all of them. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the, I love obviously, I love the game. I love the style. I've always been a fan, but I can still make fun of him. I think. So I just thought of that last week when I started playing this uh, Death Stranding game, which in a nutshell, it's hard to explain it. That's another thing. Hard to explain his movies or his games. Take a shot. Um, it's hard to explain it, but essentially it's like a, a weird, it's a, a crazy future, like way in the future. And humanity is on the brink of um, dying. At least America is. And um, there is this worldwide disease that has made everything into like desolate land, you know, only bunkers uh, are the remains of humanity <clears throat> all scattered throughout the land. Right. And you play a courier, basically couriers are like the bread and butter of all these places where they can trade and mine for goods and send it to each other for bar- like a bartering system in a way, you know, keep each other alive with food and resources. And you are this person, you are like the best of this person. You're the best of the couriers and your job is to just connect the world. And it's kind of a cool, sentimental story plot, right? And obviously, it's not so simple as all that. You know, it's not just like there's a disease outside. You can't go outside. It's more than that. You can go outside. You just can't, like, go outside when the rain happens, you know, and the crazy effects of this particular rain that isn't just diseasey or acid or anything. It has to do with, like, fucking up time and fucking up with the nature of death as you get, you know, like, it gets very symbolic and not at all symbolic. So, like... Very, very, I mean, I love it. It's great. I love this thing. But, like, if I was, like, 15 years younger, I would love it more. So, yeah, I've been playing that. It's been fun. A lot of fun. I don't know where I'll be next time we, we hop on mics for the next show. But, like, I might be done with it by then, but I have no idea. I don't know how long this game really is. I just know that I'm not exactly close to halfway yet. So, that's what I've been doing. And we're going to get into something we call Recent Discoveries. And we have a few, actually. We've all seen at least one. Uh, Luke, you're going to start us off with what you've been watching. Um, yeah, so I saw this 80s movie um, starring uh, Lori Laughlin. You know, she, we mentioned her in the last episode because she got her kids into college through that scandal. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, where did we? movie? <laughs> like, no way. She stopped acting, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is a 1986 movie called Rad. And damn, it's fucking hella 80s. I'm talking about like synchronized dancing on a on a bicycle, like yeah, like this whole th- story is about this bicycle competition coming to this small town, and this, you know this kid tries to you know be in it to prove himself that he's that good, he's like worthy of the pros. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Total cheeseball '80s shit. It was great. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, trying to imagine this, I know you're describing a part of it, but I've never heard of this movie. A- See the thing is, I never heard of it either, but my buddy did, and I guess it re re released it recently. So, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> did you feel eighties while you were watching? Oh, it, it's shockingly eighties. It's bad. Hmm. Like, All right, 
yeah, two of the pro guys have like matching jump shoots and shit, and yeah, it's it's crazy. It's something. <laughs> All right then. Then Never uh, heard of it. yeah. The other one is the we all saw it. It was uh, Breathless. Yeah, Breathless. That's right. Rafa and you and I saw it together. Yeah, with uh, what's her face Seberg, who we saw that biopic on. That's right. And then the what's that takes her place face after. Seberg. <laughs> yeah, Seberg. Yeah, you I just like how he says it. Yeah, that was a fun little movie. Okay. And uh, with a lot of weird cuts, but you know, I guess you know, with film back in the day, you had to do what you had to do. Well, it's not about the. I mean, it is about the times, but they made those cuts probably because of technology, also. You know, <laughs> uh, we're out of film. Change the canister. Right. Ten hours later. <laughs> right. So this is your first time watching Breathless, yes. right? This is a classic, like French new wave mm-hmm. and shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I mean, I thought it was French as fuck. Say that. Give me one second. One second later. Sorry, I had to tell my kids to lower the volume. Um, and then, uh, other than that, though, I mean, uh, yeah, it's out there. I mean, new wave is is a good good use of that term, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's just. I I'm like on the brink of I like it. I didn't like. I overall liked like character development and stuff like that. But that's what the movie's going for. But everything else was like it's a little rough. It's a little rough. Even for back then, from the what is the sixties, right? Sixties, yeah, yeah. movie. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's this is one of those um, really artsy movies that it gets taught in schools. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's how I saw it. Mm. Right, so it's been it's been that long for me, and um, similar to the reason why why Roth maybe didn't think it was all that great, uh, like a little rough around the edges, let's say. Um, it's the same reason why I never went back to it because, um, and I really thought, I just chalked it up at the time. Like, I'm just too either young for this or like, I'm just too born. I was born way too goddamn late for this movie. Um, and I think it's still, it's still a little bit, shut up. I still think it's a little bit of that, you know, like watching it, rewatching it with you guys, you know, after all that time, I still think it's a little bit of that. Like there's a, a clear, like we've made movies better. Like, I think I can honestly say that we can't make better movies. Um, I mean, obviously, really bad ones, too, but, like, we can make really good ones. But um, at the same time, though, I can see the bones of a lot of things also. So, like, it's like Hall- it's like Halloween, you know, like the John Carpenter's Halloween. You know, it's not a... I mean, I know a lot of people, whatever, they give it, you know, and I like the, I like the movie fine. But I wouldn't... It's kind of boring to me compared to the, all the horror movies I've seen since, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, doesn't do it for me the way it did for them in the 70s, right? So, like, I feel like... But still, like the the first one of its kind, you know. I'm not saying Breath is the first one of its kind either, but it's the first one to implement a lot of the the stuff in it, you know. Whatever story, I don't remember anymore. My notes for that class is long gone. But um, yeah, Breathless. Um, anything else you guys want to say on on the French movie? Uh, that guy, man, he was weird. <laughs> no, but he was committed though. He committed to a <laughs> shtick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He reminds me of uh, Jack Nicholson uh, when he plays that asshole when we did his marathon. Remember that asshole? Uh, he was like a he had that family. He was like a pianist, but he didn't want to be a musician. You guess what I'm talking about? Oh, five easy pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah. Like he stuck to his assholery. Like he was an asshole all the time. <laughs> um. Anyway, kind of reminds me of that. Uh, all right. So that's what Luke's been watching. Now, Ralph, you and I have been has seen the HBO's latest, although it's not HBO's. Yeah. Right. No, sir. Which is what? 
Godzilla versus Kong. That's right. It is that way, right? I, I kept calling it King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, I thought it was Godzilla versus King Kong. Is it just Kong? I think it's just Kong. Oh, okay. I'll double check that. And I'll, I'll correct it on the notes for later. Uh, I'll check right now. Um, but uh, all right. So I'll I'll, I'll flat out say it. it's called Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Um, I'll say it right now. Uh, I I don't know what people are expecting from this movie. I've seen my 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 uh, feed on Facebook and uh, just talking to people who have, you know, the, the normal the norms the normies you know the normies this, this the is citizens. a big normie movie right no one's watching the movie that luke just said right um no one's watching breathless uh no, unfortunately no right i mean it is what it is it's okay right yeah but everyone's watching that's delivered car and i've seen twitter i've seen stuff i i really don't know what people were expecting from this movie i got everything i wanted from this movie like it's a p movie with a lot of money thrown at it and like, they've been building the plot for this for I don't know three movies or two movies now. Barely, but yeah, I mean barely. Look yeah. it's fucking loose plot, regardless. But I mean at least they're tying it together, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I still had fun watching this movie for like the type of movie it is. It's a B movie. Yeah, there's plot holes everywhere, but like, um, and there's a bunch of stuff going on. But it'll sink like, an armada. That's how many plot holes there are. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like. I, again, there's there's the fights everywhere. Uh, they, every I, there's a I don't know I don't know what else. It looks cool. I mean I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like it's it's got oh, to look I mean, versus you know. Kong. You, I mean it's kind of a bitch bitch out like uh, what's it called uh, resolution. But at the end, like sure yeah I, I guess that's how that works. I guess yeah. Oh, they gotta save it. <laughs> I mean right right of course. So this you gotta make more money wherever you can. But like. <laughs> I don't know. This is like a Sharknado. Like I don't understand what people are looking for. You know, um, I, I, I well, still. I mean, Sharknado is so that good, huh? Sharknado, Sharknado is unforgivable. Come on, <laughs> no, no. it's not like Sharknado. <laughs> no, I get it. You don't. If, say, if we go like, from Breathless to Sharknado, this movie's in between. You know what I'm saying? It's not no, one hundred percent it is. But what I'm saying is, like, guys, it's it's a, it's not that ridiculous level just because yeah. it's Godzilla versus. Yeah, it's like guys, Godzilla movies are B movies. We, it's these, like Fast and Furious, right? Very much so. Godzilla movies are B movies. Like none of these, none, no Godzilla movie is not a B movie. Like, and then King Kong, same thing. Like, guys, come on. Like, I don't understand. I, it's just two B stars going against each other doesn't make it A. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Uh, maybe, maybe a B plus. Maybe a B plus. Yeah. But other than that, like I said, I still have fun watching it. Yeah, there's a shit ton of dumb shit going on in the movie, and I may have fallen asleep for five minutes. Yeah, it's fine. But <laughs> You're did I go, ba- did I go back and re- did I go back and rewind those five minutes? One hundred percent, of course. Um, and then I saw the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was yeah, it was it was it was cool. Um, a lot of lot of effects, and that's exactly what I got from the movie. I got everything I wanted from this movie. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Uh, well, um, uh, for me, like I, I gotta say, uh, I am in lockstep with you. I really like this movie. I turned off my brain for a good reason. Not that I didn't still. I mean, you can still see the mistakes and all that. It's not like I didn't see them. <laughs> I saw them. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, why is this girl getting into these facilities? Where the fuck is she? Um, yeah. So yeah, those things did cross my mind. I didn't know what doesn't make sense. Podcaster. Right. Right. <laughs> like he's so right. They're giving us a bad name, I think. That's really the worst part of the movie for me. Right. Giving us podcasters a bad name. Especially since I'm a, I do this other thing with a supernatural and conspiracy theory show, and that's very similar. So, like, that's not, very, that's not how we act. That's not how we are. Come on. Um, although we will break in. We will trespass territory. Anyway, besides that, um, 
I really liked this movie. It had so much. Uh, it had I, just like a pure escapism fun. It's just it's just escapism. That's all it is. It's, it's get out of your get out of your living room and have fun with uh, with something you know. And that's all it is. And that does that really well. And that's the point. Is that what it does well? Is it doesn't just slap on things. It they actually worked it out. That's actually a very not choreographed because they're all CG, right? But like it feels like that's how Godzilla would respond, and that's how Kong, King Kong would react. You know. It has a very, like, it's done really well, is my point. It's done really well. It's always been the case with these newest, latest renditions of Godzilla and King Kong. By the way, before this movie, uh, Skull Island was my favorite because right. it, had, it had that right tone of fun to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this movie copies that really well. Very yeah. much so, yeah, I would agree. So, like, that's why I think this one's really good. Um, but the one thing that those movies got right versus got wrong is that what it got right is the creatures, and then it got all the humans wrong. You know, like it would constantly make all these. Oh weird. yeah, yeah. You know what? I, you know what I like about this movie? Mm. Gave no fucks about the humans. Gave no fucks to who? About the humans. Right. Uh, maybe the little girl. That's, <sighs> it. That's maybe and only yeah. because she was like, "How is she so good at sign language teaching? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> um, right. Right. Yeah, I'll give you that much, but that's about it. It's one good, one so, human girl. Every scene has one of these buff. <laughs> anyway, but. Um, oh, we liked it, and it's funny that you mentioned that you, uh, what your the people around you were responding because people around me were loving this movie, and in fact, they were telling me in advance like, "Don't bash this movie," but I really liked it because they think that I want to oh, bash it <clears throat> or just start criticizing it, and I didn't. I was like, um, "No, I mean, you're right. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense." I'm like, what are you talking about? The girl cannot teach. Come on, but like at the same time, though, fun ass movie. I really liked it. Right, and it's but also. They- a yeah. blockbuster hit right now, right? Right, no, it is, it is. You know what, they they set up a lot of stuff. Like, Kong is, uh, if you pay attention to the intro, <laughs> they give uh, specs about everybody's, like, the Kong and all the, the villains, or the villains, the, the creatures' uh, abilities. Yeah. And one of them is, uh, what's it called, uh, super intelligence uh, for King Kong. And you're like, oh, well, it makes sense that he would learn fucking sign language. Like, yeah. No, I, no, I, yeah. I get it. That gets, yeah, they did a good version of something that's unrealistic, yes. Um, Anyway, but yeah, that's I had fun with it. I would totally see it again. Even, I mean, they're all on HBO right now, along with this one. Yeah. So I may just rewatch some of them for funsies, you know, because it's good escapism fun. Just skip the rest of it. Who cares? All right. Next up here, I'm gonna skip on here. Uh, I saw a movie called. This is from last year. Uh, I saw it uh, obviously this year, but I missed it. Um, it was a potential contender for best movies, but it it wasn't it wasn't gonna be. I saw The Assistant, um, which made some. Some headway or something. I made a, I made some news, I guess, and people and controversy. Uh, not controversy, but the subject matter is what made it kind of popular. A searing look at a day in the life of an assistant to a powerful executive. As Jane follows her daily routine, she grows increasingly aware of the insidious abuse that threatens every aspect of her position. And obviously, with the Me Too movement, this movie is basically all about it. I mean, it basically says that she is the she is the production assistant to that. Uh, um, what's that asshole from Hollywood? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Weinstein. Weinstein. Right. Exactly. He is exact Weinstein type. He, yeah, they almost say it. They don't ever have to say it. They never show his face either. You just hear his voice on the phone call. Like it's very, very weird that way. It's very cool. Not cool, but like it's very well made that way. It gives you really this effect of like this completely separated effect of it, of like what's going on with the women that's going to his office for no reason in the afternoon or middle of the night, things like that, you know? And the way she tries to, at some point, give a larger complaint to 
the head office, right? And how badly that goes, as you may imagine also, right? As it's happened countless times before, during, and since, probably still happening somewhere. You know, like, and it gives you all of that really, like, mm, you know, skeevy feeling throughout the whole movie. Once you understand what's happening, because I, when I started watching it, I didn't know what it was about until... 20 minutes in or something. so um but yeah I, I it's a not enjoyable it's not an enjoyable movie it's you know <laughs> the subject matter is dark the whole movie has the same tone so like it's not an enjoyable movie but it was an interesting fascinating movie for sure so check it out it's available like to rent or buy right now anywhere the assistant um check it out uh next up here i saw this uh it was one of those uh one dollar rentals <laughs> so i saw black bear from last year uh, and the reason I wanted to see it is because it has, oh, yeah. um, it has Aubrey Plaza in it, and I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a Plaza fan. Oh. I'm a Plaza yeah, knight. Yeah, I, wanted, I, was, I was over at your place when you, saw, when you were watching it, and I got oh, that's right. the halfway. And I that's like, right. You were watching some argument. On? Someone getting drunk and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a filmmaker at a creative impasse seeks solace from her tumultuous past at a rural retreat, only to find that the woods summon her inner demons in intense and surprising ways. Um, that synopsis makes no sense to me, but huh? sure. Um, let's go with that. It is a strange movie. I wouldn't say it works 100%. They are definitely trying, though. They swing for the fences in concept and storytelling. It's like a, a story within a story. You don't know if what you're seeing is part of a, an elaborate... Um, an elaborate... Because um, they're actually actors making a movie in the cabins, right? In the middle of the woods. But like you don't know if they're portraying the scene of something that's a story that someone wrote or are you watching the movie fi- like finished version of what they did already or you know in addition to watching the behind the scenes and trying to make the scene right or on budget or whatever and it's uh it kind of kind of like tries to play with all these things and kind of mess with your mess with the reality right what the lines between reality and, and fiction and all that um it doesn't like i said it doesn't completely get there it doesn't really work as well but i really liked how they were aiming for it and how they had fun making it and it has some really awkward ass fucking scenes, like one of those like relationship, like like you know, it's like you're the third wheel in a scene where you see a couple like fighting and sniping at each other and being passive aggressive. Uh, there's a lot of that going on in the first half, so it's kind of intense that way. So check out if you if you dare. That's what I'm saying. Um, last but not least, here I saw a movie called Love and Monsters. Anyone seen it or heard of it? That sounds familiar. Uh, what do I think of that stupid monster truck movie that like? No, it's not that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dissuade from that immediately. It's a, mo- it's a movie? It's a movie, Love and Monsters. Uh, it's actually nominated for uh, Best um, Special Effects right now. Oh. Or in this year. Um, anyway. Oh, it's with that guy who did uh, the, the Maze movie. Yeah, it's very, the, uh, very Maze specific. movies. Oh, uh, is he? I don't. I never recognize him. In a monster-infested world, Joel learns his girlfriend is just eighty-five miles away. To make the dangerous journey, Joel discovers his inner hero to be with the girl of his dreams. Which sounds all kind of hokey and all that, but while I do think the special effects are amazing, they're really good. They do a really good job. It's very good. We're very well blocking everything. It works out really well. So we'll check it out for that. Some cool-ass monsters in this, in this movie. Uh, but this also this movie also has a really interesting sense of adventure. I feel like it's a very adventurous thing. It could have easily gone horror or schlocky or action, and it's not. It has the horror and it has the schlocky with the whole, you know, he's looking for his girlfriend, like for love, right, for true love. But like, it, but it's it doesn't it doesn't really commit to those necessarily. It just has that on the side. It's really cool, like a really fun adventure. It's like a quest, and he says that actually in the movie. 
but it feels doesn't feel like a quest like you know sir arthur you know king arthur but like it feels like like one maybe from a video game um and it has that feeling that it does it and it does it really kind of um effortlessly so i think this one like godzilla versus kong are very similar and that they're both a lot of fun they both have um make-believe creatures that are bigger than they should be and and that you know then he has to get away and shit now that they're not as big as godzilla granted they're about as big as trees for example an insect would be as big as a tree trying to kill you so expect that kind of thing and it's a combination of funny and gross and really good fun action you know not like amazing but like fun action so i recommend it i really was surprised as how much fun i had watching it i really expected not to have that much fun with it but uh so i just turned on for the hell of it while i was like about to go to sleep kind of thing and it turned out to be pretty good. I set up watching it. So there you go. Loving Monsters. Also to okay. rent and stuff. And nominated right now for special effects. But All no right. monster trucks. No, mo- Not a single truck, I don't think. is <laughs> Not even. If you want to. That's a goddamn shit. I think that one's about an alien, right? That takes hold of a monster truck. Is, am I wrong? No. Okay. Um, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to do our one and last segment here. Uh, not a real review, but a critique of the 93rd. Academy Awards nominations, so stay with us. And finally, the nominees for Best Picture voted by all members of the Academy are... Okay. Ready? Ready. The Father, David Parfit, Jean-Louis Levy, and Philippe Carcassonne, producers. Judas and the Black Messiah, Shaka King, Charles D. King, and Ryan Coogler, producers. Mank, C.N. Chafin, Eric Roth, and Douglas Urbanski, producers. Minari, Christina O, oh, producer. Nomadland, Francis McDormand, Peter Spears, Molly Asher, Dan Janvi, and Chloe Zhao, producers. Promising Young Woman, Ben Browning, Ashley Fox, Emerald Fennell and Josie McNamara, producers. Sound of Metal, Bert Hemlink and Sasha Ben Harosh, producers. And last, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Mark Platt and Stuart Besser, producers. Woo! And we're back, and we're going to start off by saying that um, I downloaded a PDF from the Academy Awards website. And it's called Nominations by Category, 93rd Awards. So if you want to go through the list, I'm just going from the top to bottom, just whatever order they give it. It doesn't look like it makes sense, but we're just going to go by that because um, finding the perfect Uniformity. list. Finding the perfect list also just might as well make my own, and I'm not going to reorder these for for anything. So like, uh, so it should start off, your list should start off like mine with the best actor in a leading role. So. And that's where we're going to Mine is performance by an actor in a leading role. Fucking Christ. I swear to fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Luke here, everyone. Everyone, tip him. Uh, All right. And uh, what we're going to do is that we're going to go through them and we're going to discuss the nominations. And um, obviously, I know you guys haven't seen uh, some of these or a lot of them. And yeah, uh, still, give your opinion on the actor. You know, everyone chime in as we go. Mank's going to win everything because it's a movie man's movie. And we're going to start off with a uh, performance by an actor in a leading role. <laughs> Let's go with the nominees. First of all, our nominees are Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Why are you Black reading Bottom. his name so bad? What? 
Why do you read these names so bad? Chadwick Boseman? Is that how you say it? I mean, yeah, if that's how you say it. <laughs> then you say him, bitch. That Chadwick. Oh, okay. So you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> My brain is black pot. I'm not doing it. You're Anthony Hopkins. No, it's, it's just terrible. Anthony Hopkins the, from The Father. Gary Oldman and Mank and Steven Yeun and Minari. So, no, it's Oldman. He's got it. What have you guys seen? You seen Mank? Yes. Right. Did we review Mank? We did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Rocky and did. Southern Middle. Right. So, I've, I've seen... Uh, and I'm watching the Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, I'm about to start it. I was going to start it. Surprise, he might actually win post you know, after his death. They might just give it to him. This could be another Heath Ledger situation, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, at that year, in that year that, uh, what's his name? Um, Heath Ledger won he- for Joker. I really, I mean, I, don't be wrong. I love his performance. My favorite Joker. I still, but, but like I picked someone else that year like, to win because I thought he was a better actor. Um, I don't remember who it was anymore. I think it was um, Josh Brolin. And um, so how, how does this, how does this year feel? I know you haven't seen uh, Mad Ma Rainey's, well, but. So the only one, the only one I can't judge at all is going to be Minari here. So anytime Minari is nominated, I'm not going to be able to tell you anything about it. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that you can't watch it anywhere without renting it, actually renting full below 20 bucks, right. dropping money. Or in theater. Um, so $20. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or theaters, yeah. Um, it's not like I'm like theaters, you know, deprived or anything like that. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I, can, I can't I can talk about. At least I know about all the other movies. I don't even know what Nari's about. All I know is that Steven, you did a great job because he's nominated. There you go. Congratulations. He did. Um, he did. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, but besides that, yeah, I I was looking forward to watching the Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. There's only an hour and a half, so like I might as well watch it. It's like a short film. Um, it's not that. Compared like, to the other stuff. Compared watch. to everything we watch, yeah. Sometimes I watch like, film, fucking yeah. I saw the Avengers, the fucking Avengers movie, the fucking stupid Justice League movie. That's fucking three times as long you as You could have seen three nominated movies within that time. I probably could have, yeah. So I, don't get me wrong, I fell asleep through that movie too. So like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Typical dad thing. Um, yeah. And The Father, I, I have nothing. I have no clue what The Father is. I didn't even know Anthony Hopkins still acted. I didn't know he was alive. He's always acting, guys. Um, I know it's a joke. No, I know, I know, I know. I, out of uh, these five movies, I've only I've only not seen The Father. The rest I've seen, and uh, The Father I know Wait nothing is, about. It feels like Wait the Wait is Sherman Ari with us. I saw it in theaters on a spur of the moment thing. So there you go. Um, you know, there's a pandemic going on, and you're lollygagging off to the movies. What's wrong with my house? You? <laughs> <laughs> Your existence is uh, anyway. Um, so the father, I don't know what it's about, but it feels like uh, uh, the dresser. Remember that year that he and Ian McKellen were nominated yes. for best acting in the dresser, and no one's heard of that movie. No one saw it. We saw no it. I, know, I think saw I saw it. it. Yeah, um, I didn't. Oh, you didn't review it. We reviewed, we reviewed it for the show. Pretty sure we did. I didn't see that movie. Well, me and Oscar did. Well, yeah, you and it was it. really good, but it was just like an actor's acting performance. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a very actory heavy movie. I, I feel like the father is one of those. So, and it's Anthony Hopkins. So it's not. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> But I, ha- I don't know anything about it, so I'm sure he's a father. Um, <laughs> he plays a father. But I will say, though, good competition, though. Chadwick Boseman is actually extremely good and almost unrecognizable from his other movies you've seen him in. Um, unrecognizable. Uh, and it is very, very strange. He has an affectation. He has a completely different energy. He has, I think, I'm not sure if he's doing an accent, but he's doing definitely something. And Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is another one that's very actor-heavy. It's in a, I think it's a play that was adapted into a film. It feels like a play. There's only like three sets the whole time. And it takes place in one day. 
So um, that's not spoiling anything. Obviously, it's not plot. That's not about the plot at all. But like that's would have ruined the movie. No, it does not ruin anything. Um, so yeah, so that's a hefty competition. I would say Chadwick is very good, but Gary Oldman though, but it's, but it's also Gary Oldman, and he won last year, didn't he? Right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he won for the that movie, or was it the yeah. year before? Am I mistaken? Uh, for the for playing that British Prime Minister, good. Um, what's his name? Whatever. You guys know what I mean. Um, I don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Come on. Uh, um, during World War II? I'm done. Um, That's okay. But Gary Oldman, though, uh, he's, yeah, he won recently, so probably not going to get it to him. But Mank was hella fun, and he was very good in it. I agree. Very good. Um, Steven Yeun gives it the most subtle of the performances of all these, I would say. I mean, again, I don't know Anthony Hopkins, but like, Steven Yeun does like a really, I mean, he plays a, a father trying to be, make a farm with his family. Like, it's a very drama filled thing. And it's like a, in the life of this family in America at a certain time period. But it's not about race necessarily. It's just about an American dream type movie, you know? And um, you're talking about Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour, that's right. That's right. But who, who was the, what can Winston I? Winston Churchill. Churchill, thank you. I knew it was like a compound word, but I couldn't. It was 2017, dude. Oh, was that? Oh, wow. That was farther than I thought. I have no mm-hmm. concept of time. Um, no, neither do I. But, you know, uh, maybe my heart goes to maybe Riz Ahmed, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen here. I think my heart says Riz Ahmed, and I kind of hope he does. But, uh, you know, there's three first-time nominations, guys. And, I mean, if Chadwick Boseman was still alive, I would say there are three very young ones, too. Um, they're all not that old. Uh, but Steven Yeun, though, the best thing out of The Walking Dead, for sure. And Riz Ahmed, the best thing out of Nightcrawler. No, I'm kidding. He was not the best thing. But he was very good. All right. Um, but what would you guys pick? Uh, Luke, would you go with Riz or Oldman? Um, probably with Oldman. Yeah? Yeah, I'll see what the other ones look like if I ever watch them. A- any of the other three you haven't seen that you are most interested in, let's say? Uh, Minari. Minari, nice. Yeah, then that seems to get a lot of nods or something. Oh, yeah, there's definitely more nominations for that one, probably. All right, let's move on here to uh, Best uh, Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. And this is interesting. Um, it gets uh, back to Sasha Baron Cohen, his second time, I think, or third time nominated. Um, this is for The Trial of the Chicago 7. And then we got uh, two from the same movie, Daniel Kaluuya and Paul Racy. No, not Paul Racy, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, sorry. I was reading the wrong list. Um, Dan- Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Daniel Kaluuya plays the Black Messiah, and Lakeith Stanfield is the Judas. Anyone seen that movie, by the way? No, man. I, I was going to watch it, and then I, I missed it. Just like Sam, same thing happened to him. Hmm. I had it on my list to watch, and then I was like, I'm going to see what's uh, on uh, HBO. And I was like, oh, there's nothing on there. And I totally forgot that it was on my list, but it was gone because it's not there anymore. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if there was going to be like a 30-day thing. I thought you knew. I mean, we all got the I notification. Had no clue. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, but I, there, there is one movie I have not seen that you that I think Luke has. It's uh, One Night in Miami, right, Luke? You, did you say you see which one? One Night in Miami. Yes, I did see that one. You saw that. So Leslie Autumn Jr. Who does he play? I know there's a lot of like they all play like iconic figures in history, but I don't know who he plays. Oh man. I'm... I don't even remember, not going to lie. Well, anyway, um, I know we all saw The Trial of Chicago 7 and Sound of Metal. And that, I think Paul Racy is the old guy. I think so. The one who teaches him from that camp or whatever. Um, not camp. You know what I mean. 
Um, so how do you? What do you? Yeah, guys that feel? is the guy who. That is the guy yeah. who sees you. Right. So how, what do you guys think or feel? I like this performance a lot. I think I said it when I when I first saw the movie. Yeah. First saw the metal. It was but a, I, it was I gotta say, um, I didn't see the Daniel Coolios. I mean, I I think Daniel Coolios is a great actor. So I mean, he probably did a good job. But same same thing with Lakeith Stanfield. Um, I'm trying to think who the hell is Leslie Odom Jr. I'm pretty sure if I see him, I don't know who he is. Um, but I liked Sasha, Sasha, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's role a lot also. I felt like, um, for, I know you two were like, I couldn't even tell it was him I, um, when the movie came out. Um, yeah, he's like Melissa but, Leo. I can't ever tell. I'm not, yeah, I knew right away, but sure. Um, but yeah, the, uh, so I don't know. I, I think uh, overall, this this one's probably a little harder than um, maybe even actor leading role to pick. Maybe um, yeah. Supporting is always a little weird. I would say it's weird already because uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I would argue he's the protagonist of Judas and the Black Messiah. So I don't know why they yeah. put him as supporting, which means I don't know. But I low key kind of want either Paul Racier or Sasha Baron Cohen. I think no, I don't want Sasha Baron Cohen, but I think he will win because it's the most fun. Like performance, even though his accents all over the place. Um, and that I mean, movie. he could have done Bo- They could have made it for Borat. Yeah, but he yeah. Re- he re- did that in Borat. He re- <laughs> you know. it's the same performance. You just watch it from fifteen years ago. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, Racy Kaluuya. I'll be happy with the happiest with. I guess I wouldn't want Cohen to win, but I think they they'll give it to him. That's what I think. They might. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was a really good performance on his own. I won't I won't hate it. Yeah. Uh, Racy has I don't think he has done anything else to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those like they he's one of those randos. Yeah. Which also might be a random thing that they just give it to him because of that. So rando guy. Okay. True. Kind of like the Ro- Roma, right? That girl from Roma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're right. She's a real person. We're all real people. Yeah. We're we're what? all real. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so that's my Idiot. picks, and uh, you you're saying, Roth, that you want you want Racy. I, I like this performance a lot, but like I said, I can go either way here for mm-hmm. either either Sasha or Paul Racy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember saying it in the review though that I did like his performance a lot, and I'm you know obviously somebody else agrees with me. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot of people do. Uh, what about you, Luke? Who would you pick? Hundred percent. Come to your head, D- uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Even though I haven't seen the movie, I was about to say, "Wait, yeah. we just talked about you not watching this movie." That's fine. In the trailer, he looked very uh, commanding. Commanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a local Chicago leader of the Black Panthers in that movie. Oh, okay. That's that's about the. It's a period piece in Chicago. Um, so check it out. If, so two period pieces in Chicago this year. Yeah, in this nomination. Yeah, in this bracket. No shit. Look at that. Of, Chicago. I want. I the same time. So uh, yeah, he, within the same. Decade and shit. So yeah, I, I think they actually in Judas and the Black Messiah they reference the the riots that hap- that's, that the trial is about. Hmm. So it's very close together actually. <laughs> they're they're pairings really. Um, next up here is performance by an actress in the leading role, and here uh, once again I've only I've only missed one. Um, and the mo- I haven't the- seen any of them. Oh, really? Okay. Well, nominations are Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She plays Ma Rainey. And Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. I assume she plays Billie Holiday. This is the movie I have not seen. Uh, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand, yet again, 
for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. So you guys haven't seen any of them. Have you guys heard of any of these except for Ma Rainey's? Uh, I've heard of Nomadland, which didn't wasn't there something about this movie? <laughs> uh, it was it was filmed with a camera. Um, oh no! Was... I thought it was something about where it was released and then it came out again on something else or something like that. I'm not sure, but I know that Chloe Zhao, who uh, we're going to see later on, the director. Yeah, she did the movie The Writer, which I was a huge fan of that year, two years ago or so. Oh, uh, yes, yes. And yes, uh, yes, yes. the reason it was so good is because it's basically, it's a movie, like a regular movie, but it like has a lot of documentary like aspects to it because it's using the mm-hmm. real people that they're portraying. They're portraying themselves, but it's in a story of the Holy same people shit. that they are. And this is very similar. I think Francis McDormand, like I saw it three days ago, Nomadland, and I feel like it's very similar in the same way. Like all the people that she encounters are probably the people that are doing those actual things and live there, you know? Yeah, I guess out of the movies here, I've only heard of Ma Rainey's, obviously, and Nomadland, um, but I'm, I don't even know what the hell the rest of these are. I'm assuming something good on their own. I, I mean, obviously. I can tell you in a very quick thing what they're doing in the movie if you want to know why they're nominated. I mean, Vanessa Kirby from Game of Thrones, right? She plays um, Joffrey's wife, right? Um uh, in Pieces of Woman, she plays uh, uh, um, a um, a woman who um, lost her child in the opening of the movie. And her husband is played by um, the guy from the Transformers. What's his name? That's awful. The weirdo. Uh, Transformers? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it's a very good performance. Both, the, the both of them, weirdo. actually. I really like both of them. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Um, and uh, it's about her, like, dissenting into whatever, you know, as you imagine. And not like madness. It's not like about crying all the time. But it's like a very... It's just a depiction of a woman after the stillbirth, essentially. It's really kind of gnarly. Um, and Andrew Day, I haven't seen, like I said, I haven't seen this Billy Holiday movie. But Gary Mulligan, who I'm picking 100% over the rest. I would say before I saw Promising Young Woman, I would have gone with Viola Davis. And she might still mm-hmm. win, for all I know. But um, Promising Young Woman kicked me in the ass. That movie is so fucking amazing. I mm. want both of you to watch it. This is why I sent it to you guys today. So, um, Carrie Mulligan kills it. She fucking kills it in that movie. Um, that's my pick, though. And, Luke, having seen any of them, having not seen any of them, what would you go with? Uh, it's a know. cool story, so anyways. I have no clue. Uh, Frances McDormand, I don't think she's ever won anything. She's, t- <laughs> she's three times already, I think. <laughs> Fargo. It's not her fault. She's a good actress. Well, then she should get it because she's a good actress. Right, right. It's like the Mel Streep argument, right? Um, yeah. What was the last time she won? Was it three billboards outside? I of think three Ebbing billboards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I remember that's her from right. most. Yeah, she plays that. I mean, she's getting into that age where she plays these kind of like people now. It's pretty fun. Um, all right, moving on along here to performance by an actress in a supporting role, and please I sort of got this title. I am not gonna fucking no. Please. Read oh. It. I'm Maya do it. Bakalova in Borat, subsequent movie film, delivering of prodigi- uh, prodigious bride to American regime for make benefit once glorious vision of Kazakhstan. It's a fucking Gettysburg address of titles. <laughs> this really is. Okay. And then uh, after that, we have Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, Oscar's favorite movie. Shut there. up. Olivia <laughs> Coleman in The Father. The Ama- Father. Uh, Father. Amanda Seyfried <laughs> in Mank. And uh-huh. uh, I'm going to mispronounce this. Yu Jung-yun. And Mirai, Minari. Yeah, it sounded fine to me. It sounded fine to me too, but to them, I just said, oh, I have no idea. 
oy, oy, oy. Yeah, that's what I said. Because <laughs> um, I, I always say, I always say things wrong every time I try to read a customer's drink. So I've seen two of these, and I've heard of two more. And well, now the father I've heard from you, so technically three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen again. I only, I've only not seen one, and it's the father. Which the father? Mm-hmm. The father. Okay. All right. All anything, right. anything I should know about uh, her role in Minari? Uh, oh, it's so just, good. Oh, it's so, I think it might even be better than Stephen Young's. Yeah, yeah. But they're both. I mean, the, 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 she plays the wife of of her. In the, in the movie. I would assume so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think she has. A, I mean, she has this one stand. I I can already see the real that the clip they show. They're gonna. I mean, no, the clip. Like, it's a really good. Yeah, you, don't you don't you love that when you're like, I know what they're gonna use. Well, it's uh, love is too strong. I would say I, I am. In, I I get tickled by it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Amanda Seyfried, though, I've always been a fan of Seyfried. More so as she gets older, she plays some really interesting roles in general, and she's been doing more balls-out things lately. And I really liked her in Mank. I don't know. She had that starlit quality that she's just able to, like, mimic. I would say so, too. You yeah, know, she, she just did. did it so well. I felt like she belonged she really in that did. decade. So, oh, yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, Black and White did her well. Yeah. yeah, Black and White fits her well. Right, exactly. Um, Olivia Coleman won recently. I mean, it's her second time nominated in all her life, and her first time was for The Favorite. She plays the queen. Oh, the favorite, yeah. Yeah, and she won for wow. that. Wow, second time nominated in her life ever. I believe so. I, I mean, I mean, don't call me up, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure on that one. Um, I mean, other types of awards, yes. She's a she started. Of course, off, of she's a, she's a theater actress mainly. No. no. Um, and then Glenn Coase has been around for for a long time, and I would say that even though she's always great, um, the hillbilly elegy it sucks. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I guess she's good in okay, it, but then. she's barely in it that much. I mean, no, she's not. I guess the third act is about her a lot more. Um, Whatever. Whatever. And uh, Maria Bakalova, I mean, it would be cool to give it to her, though. She she pulled it off. She made that movie work. She's the one. The entire movie is on her shoulders. I would argue. I mean, I'm I'm not just saying because it was a period dancing scene, but she does all that without any fucking shade of guilt in her face. It's just so good. So, uh, I don't know, man. I think... um, Seafried, Yoon, and Bakalovo, I'm a fan of. Gone to my head, I might go with Seafried. Okay. Rough? Similar? Um, well, I didn't see the movies. Well, you've uh, seen two, well, two. Yeah. yeah, I've seen two. Yeah, I mean, overall, I would say, yeah, Seafried did the better role. I, I, not that I didn't like uh, Bakalovo's right. role. I just think Seafried was, like you said earlier, yeah, I mean, she belonged in that movie. What about you? I said Maria Bakalova. Nice. Okay. I didn't hear you. Or oh, forgot. I thought you were just reading. No. <laughs> you were just reading. He's still reading the title. That's how long it's been. Um, <laughs> next up here, we're leaving the acting to Best Animated Feature Film of the Year. And I've seen all five. I have not seen two of them, and I don't plan on seeing one of them. Oh, sure. yeah. Don't watch Parmageddon. Is that the one you were going to skip? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> but I have I regret it. It took I've me seen... an entire week of watching it in 20 minutes to finish it. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah. That's so bad. Why would you even bother at that point? So I, I was complete. I started the movie. I'm not going to be the old man and never finishes a movie. I'm going to finish the goddamn movie. I just didn't <laughs> yeah, like it. <laughs> you know what? There is such thing as stuff to do with your time better than that. I'm just playing Hearthstone. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. I forgot Onward came out last year. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do these because I'm the dad. So okay, all right. great. Uh, 
Uh, Onward, I forgot that it came out last year, but yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, Over the Moon, great movie. Um, I liked it a lot, and I hope you guys did too. Uh, Shaun of the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, don't plan on watching it, don't even talk about it, according to Oscar. Um, I can't believe they're still making these movies with fucking the sheep. It's the same fucking thing. I don't get it. It's the same fucking movie. <laughs> All right, stop getting, right. Stop getting mad. All right, we're going to Soul. Love the movie. It was a great movie also. Uh-huh. Um, and then Wolfwalkers, which you can't stop talking about how much you loved it. And Luke will never watch it until he sees the other two. So, Correct. Right, there you go. Wait, he won't so. watch it until he sees what other two? Oh, from it's the same the trilogy. From the same guy. Right. There's no trilogy. It's not a trilogy. It's, 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 it's not a trilogy. It's not a trilogy. It's not a trilogy. It's, it's, trilogy. Trilogy. it's, it's the third movie made by the same people. That's not a trilogy. Right, exactly. That's not a trilogy. It's not a trilogy. It's not a trilogy. It has nothing to do with it. Regardless. Regardless. So, yeah. I think here... Uh, it's between Over the Moon and Soul. I can't talk about Wolfwalkers. Oscar, you maybe you'll say it differently. Um, and I think Over the Moon can put can. It's like no pun intended can take it, but like you know, it's it's can it's shoot over Soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I Soul was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like, um, it wasn't like as original. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. As like what we're used to from them, I guess. I mean, uh, I mean, with uh, I mean, I didn't know this until like it was well into the whole hashtagness of it because you know me with news. Um, sure. I didn't know there was this whole thing against Asians lately, so they might give it to Over the Moon for that. Yeah, um, that too. Yeah, it's very uh, Asian too. heavy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I seen I saw Over the Moon yesterday. Very Asian heavy. It's like a Chinese proverb. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I just want to whatever. Um, yeah. I saw it yesterday, and it was awesome. It was It's definitely the most colorful out of all these. Um, yeah. I, I really liked it a lot. And it's the only one that actually is a kind of a musical. And it's not exactly, but it's, you know, it has a long song, and yeah. it's all for the plot uh-huh. movement. So. I, I liked it. It was a fun I, movie. I surprisingly liked it, too. I really thought it was going to be, for me, it was between Soul See, and Woodwalkers. When, but when I'd, be watching, when I'd be watching these movies, and you guys are like, ugh, Oscar and Jerry Ralph watching another fucking kids movie. Like, y'all be giving me shit. I don't, like, I don't give you I don't give you shit. No, I know you guys roll your eyes. It's okay. You can- Luke Mutes rolls his eyes, <laughs> lets out a loud groan, and then comes back. I do not. Nope. I said Luke. No, I'm saying, but you also said I did it. I don't do it. No, you you just roll your eyes. Well, I just won't watch it. I mean, I'll just hear your review. <laughs> I'll just hear your review. And then if I come across it, I'll watch it. Um, maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I would personally like it if just Disney doesn't win one um, this year. <laughs> and they have two. But so Soul like... is in, was insanely popular. I mean, it was just um, very popular when it came out that month. Yeah. So it's a good movie. It might. I mean, yeah, and it is good. I would agree. But I think that they're all in very similar. But, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's not like a race exactly. You can't determine quality like that. But like, there's sure, there's sure. there's same greatness going on here, just for different reasons. They have different. Viewpoints, different stylizations, different animation on all three, actually. And um, they're all separate movies, completely different things. But, like, they're all very good at it. So I want something other than Soul to win. So I will go for Over the Moon and Wolfwalkers. Gun to my head. I might go with Wolfwalkers because I think it was meatier. I had more, I think I had more in it to say. And it was a little more adult, too, I would say. So it kind of fit more of my style. So I will go with that by a hair over Over the Moon. Uh, Luke, what have you seen? I mean, you have a niece, right? Do you watch movies? Yeah. So no, I, I did watch uh, make her watch Hercules the other day. Uh, she liked it. The one with uh, the Rock. Hercules. Hercules. Uh huh. Hercules. The one with the her- with the Hercules. Rock, right? No. Okay. So uh, what yeah. no. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, as much as I want, 
I'll probably say Soul's probably going to take it. Yeah. Although Farmageddon sounds promising. Shut up. They already won their Oscar for that one time. <laughs> they don't need it. It's still that clay animation thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's stop motion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's still that clay animation thing. So, okay, you're saying that you saw a win, but which one would you... I mean, have you only seen those two? Or what? Yes. Just, oh, okay. Well, then never mind. <laughs> oh, but, uh, if Wolfwalkers wins, you know, I'll watch the first two and then watch that one. Well, I, didn't you say you were going to do that anyway? Yeah. I will watch the Irish folklore, or folklore trilogy. No such thing. It's not a trilogy. It is such a thing. It exists. It's not a trilogy. This is? It's not. Yes, it is. We're moving along here to achievement and cinematography. <laughs> uh, yeah, text, texting it to us is not going to make that more trilogy. I, f- I feel like Mank is set up to win this one. Oh, for cinematography? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess so. I With feel like lighting. it is. Yeah. <laughs> the lighting alone. Um, it's just the filter to make it black and white. It's I could do it on my phone. It's, it's not. Like, that's not how they do it. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't do it that way, but you just, can tell it. Just different. stop watching movies. <laughs> just stop. Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? Right. Um, cinematography. I mean, Nomadland. Uh, I might. I might say we Nomadland. We tried to. You came back. For me, it's between Mank and Nomadland. Uh, I don't think Judas and the Black Messiah had anything. I can't remember like anything particularly. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, does this movie have like? I was gonna ask you right now. I was like, does it belong? Here? I think it's a good set design, no. so I'll go for production design on it. Sure, but like, I wouldn't necessarily go for cinematography. Again, I'm not a cinematographer either. I don't, you know. But I think Mank and Nomadland are my favorite. It's favorites. only a filter, guys. It's Shut so up. easy. News of the world. I have not seen. Want to see it? But I haven't seen it. Um, and the trial, the trial was fine. You know, it was uh, a little glossy to me. You know, but it was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I don't know. I mean, none of these stand out in a certain way, other than like I said, manga Nomadland. Uh, Nomadland is very particular because it's all on the road and shit, and it's talking with real people. But it doesn't it doesn't feel like a documentary either? So maybe there's something yeah. in there that that's why it's getting here. Um, but I assume you go with Mancraft, right? Because that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I hate to say it. It's just. Yeah. It's literally a Hollywood movie. And since Hollywood. Luke is making fun of this filter thing, I assume you'll go with Trial of Chicago 7? Nah. <laughs> That's fucking good. The guy who developed the I'll app go, to I'll, make the filter I'll should I'll get I'll go with uh, Mank, because the guy's got a really weird, a long last name. Mankiewicz? Eric Messerschmidt. Oh, oh, you meant the cinematographer. <laughs> the actual <laughs> cinematographer. <laughs> oh, you said Manka like Mankiewicz. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, okay, that's a... Uh, Stupid reason to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. You ain't lying. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna. Should we skip costume design? Do we care about costume design? Uh, nah, I think we should skip costume. I don't think I can. Yeah, come on, wait, wait, there was a Pinocchio movie. Yes. Right. Was. Exactly. I haven't seen. I don't want to see it either. It looked... And Disney didn't put it on. What the fuck? All right. Roadside attraction. Uh, okay. Yeah. Directing. Directing. Yeah. Here again. I've only seen not one of them. <laughs> Is it another round? Another, I haven't seen another round. It's on Hulu right now, though. We all can see. All right, so it seems like I should watch Promising Young Woman. Yes, I already knew I have to watch Minari and Nomadland. Yeah, so. David Fincher though directing. I think this is his what second time only, maybe third. My he name is won. David. Oh, that's David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch. <laughs> uh, he doesn't get nominated much, and I've always loved his movies. He's, there's not a single movie of his. We talked about it when we did a review on um, Panic Room, where like we, we there's none of his movies we hate. We all like, you know. So, nothing but love for our Fincher. Um, Minari will be great if it gets there. Um, it's definitely, like I said, even out of these five. And I know what another round is about, so I can only imagine. And it has um, that actor from Hannibal. I forgot his name. Anyway, 
Um, but uh, Nomadland, pretty solid too. I mean, again, I'm more of a fan of the writer. If I have to compare, I don't have to, but I'm doing it now. If I compare Nomadland to the writer, I would say the writer is my f- personal favorite. But um, very, very well made in Nomadland. But obviously, guys, as I already alluded to earlier, promising you a woman all the way for me. 100% on me. But a manco would be a good solid second for me if I had to go with the second. Okay. Raph, uh, Raph, how are you said, Luke? I'm just going to go with Mank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, it's it, Finch's year, man, I'm telling you. I mean, like I said, no matter you can watch, Promising Woman and Another Round, you can all watch that today, guys. Those are all available. Except for Minari. It's the only one you can see. That. So all those are available for all, of you, all you to watch. All right. Let's get into documentary. Uh, I am missing two. Um, I'm missing all of them. <laughs> Same. Is that the documentary I, guy? So I saw I saw the thing for Crip Cramp. Normally, so actually, I, I I finally found out what trailers I don't mind watching, and trailers for documentaries I don't mind watching. That's what for for for. That's a good. Movies. That's a good rule of thumb, though. That's a good way to do that. It is because at least it's, you know it's like you kind of want to know what the fucking thing they're talking about. I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, every uh, I saw the Crip Cramp thing. It looked interesting, and then I was just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know well, if I want to watch it. I don't know if this helps you off, but of the three yeah. that I've seen, it's my it's the one that I, I enjoy the least. Oh, okay. So, yeah. See, that's what I thought. I, I just felt like... It, I, I think it's still very good, though. I gave it two and a half stars. But, like, um, yeah. collective, though, cause, I mean, surprise me. It's for, What's that one about? I don't even know. It's it a is. Romanian documentary about, um, I guess, collective is the name, without the E at the end, uh, it's the name of a club in somewhere in Romania. And uh, that had this disaster when this metal band was playing there and uh, the, uh, there was a fire, a horrible fire that killed dozens of people and injured more. And um, it led to yeah. this crazy scandal that took years. And it's about the, it's about two things. The journalistic uh, viewpoint of them breaking the story of the fact that more of the people died after from injuries than the people died in the fire, meaning that they weren't properly taken care of. The hospitals were corrupt as fuck, underfunded, even though they're properly funded. It's just the money's siphoned somewhere else. And all this shit and the whole government, it's not collapsing necessarily, but it's its about change and the outcry of it. And collective, <laughs> that incident at collective is what uh, sparks all this. And then the second half of the movie arguably is about um, the new, because the other health minister gets fired, obviously, uh, the new health minister, and trying to like find out what, how deep does this go, how fucked up it is, and Really trying to be a good politician, and and honestly, and on in all honesty, and it's a very interesting depiction of uh, Romania and and all that stuff that's going on, and about human politics. Really, uh, very interesting movie. Very interesting movie. But obviously, uh, as I said before, my octopus teacher hit me pretty hard. Uh, I mentioned it in a recent discoveries recently, and I really liked it. It's so good. So I'm, I'm, that's my favorite right now. My octopus hmm. teacher for sure. But uh, I know you guys haven't seen any of them. Any of those interest you the most out of the three I said? Collective? Collect- yeah, Collective sounds interesting for sure. And I am very interested in my, my Octopus teacher. Actually, just from the Snapchat you sent me like a month ago yeah. or a couple of weeks a ago. Movie. I was like, well, it was funny because I'm like, I'm going to work. And I'm like, uh, Oscar sent me a Snapchat. I'm just awake. And I look at it and I'm like, wait, this. And then I was like, what are you watching? He's like, oh, this is a movie. And I was like, oh. And then when I found out it was a documentary, I was like, wait, this is a legit like movie documentary? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally interested. No, yeah, it looks very good. Um, 
I think it'll hit you guys the most too, honestly. Um, knowing you guys, but the the wonderful thing, I'm all these movies. Say time. <laughs> What's time about? I don't know what time is on the studio, so I just figured. Oh right, Amazon. He's a he's a shell, right? Um, I, I, all of these are on. They're all on services that we all have. All of them. So no excuse what's, on this one. What's the mole agent on? Mole agent uh, and collective are on Hulu. Okay. Crypto and, and Octopus, obviously, and then Time. Yeah. Just that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, Netflix has a strong fucking yeah, yeah, they strong do strong fucking appearance in this fucking Academy Awards. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna go it's almost like it's almost like they made the COVID fucking virus. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was a big thing I was gonna say at the at the end of all of this. Um, but we'll yeah. get to that. Um, I'm sorry for ruining. No, no, so. no. It's fine. Uh, best documentary short. Uh, I'm only mentioning it because we've seen a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. Thanks to you there. Fucking making us feel bad and shit. What would I? No, see, Colette sounded like a fun movie. So I didn't know Colette was gonna be some Colette old woman like a... talking about fucking World War Two and her dead sister. I don't know what the fuck. Say dead brother. Yeah, that one. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that no, one. That was depressing as fuck. So so it was. Yeah. It was pretty depressing. Yeah. And it, it, it came at the heel. I mean, I saw a, lo- a love song for Latasha, but I saw that before you guys came to my house. So, um, did we see any of the other ones? Hunger Ward? Sounds depressing also, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but MTV did it. It must be good. That's, yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, I don't know what to say about this one. I guess a love song for Latasha is my favorite out of the two I've seen. Um, I will try to see the other ones, hopefully, because they're short, so it shouldn't be too long. Um, next up here, achievement in editing. Editing is pretty big. Uh, editing is The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. The Trial is getting a lot of, a lot of noms. Yeah, I it guess is. I don't really know why. Yeah, I mean, it was set, like, it's got that Netflix places. money. It was set in two places, the courtroom and the fucking, like, the, the, uh, where the room the where they were house. all staying. The, the hippie, hippie house. house, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I remember anyway. I mean, uh, there was other rooms. There's a lot of flashback just, also, but yeah. No, I know, I know. It's, it's just, yeah. I guess cutting at the right time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> cutting at the right time. <laughs> Nomadland, it was uh, edited by the, same, by the director and writer, actually. So, interesting. Um, usually, a director wouldn't edit also, but she did. Chloe Zhao, so that's cool. Um, obviously for me, Promising Young Woman, 100%. No, I would say uh, either Promising Young Woman or Sound of Metal for editing because Sound of Metal had some very interesting cuts for sure. Has a lot, a very interesting timeline and uh, progression of scenes. I think uh, very memorable. So I go with maybe that one, Sound of Metal for me. What do you guys think? I, won't, I mean, you guys have only seen two of them, right? So uh, I'm going to go with Sound of Metal then. Mm. Uh, I'm afraid I, none of these names jumps out at me. I don't know. Yeah, them. Me you, you know, usually there's one or two that are like, oh, yeah, this guy's been doing it for. I mean, for all I know, these guys have been doing it for many years. I just don't know them like so fast or the household name for me. Um, okay, so that's what well, I think we're all choosing Sound of Metal on this one. Yeah. Um, oh, this is the one I know nothing about. International feature film of the year. Well, Collective is on here. <clears throat> yes, Collective <laughs> is on here. Which so you know one thing about. Yeah, I guess I yeah I guess I forgot that. There you uh, go. Romania. Fuck that up. Okay. Huh. Wow. So another round, like I said, it's on Hulu. I think Better Days is on one of these sites too. Okay. And Kivadis Aida is uh, available to sh- it's streaming right now. You can rent it, but the man who sold his skin is not available. As last I checked, anywhere. So that's the one that's the- going to be hard to watch. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
So uh, I'm definitely. So we got Denmark, Hong Kong, Romania, Tunisia, and, and uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah, very unusual. Uh, uh, yeah, very much. So Romania, not not that unusual. Neither is Denmark. Um, Hong Kong, I would say, yeah, it's not. Um, I like their Goodfellas production though, but name. <laughs> and then uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything out of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah. I mean, we recently saw that Romanian movie four months, three weeks, and two days. That was nominated for best. Right. That's why. That's why I said Romania is not but, like. Um, it's not like they've never not made good movies. But I think movies. that was the last time, Roth. Is my point. It's kind of rare. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, no, no, I get it. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is like yeah. we've seen movies from them before. Oh, oh yeah, I and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They've been on here before. Yeah, I definitely don't know much Tunisian cinema. I'll tell you that right now, or Bosnian no, cinema. So. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. But I definitely I don't know care about Kong. Yeah, I don't care about Denmark. So. Yeah, we get, we get in Bruges, right? No, that's not. Whatever, it's cold. Good for you. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> I have all weathers. <laughs> I know. Um, so we know nothing. I mean, I'm going to go with Collective because, uh, you know, that's Cinema Lanson. And, uh, yeah, and it was very fantastic. And Luke, let's pick the cool sounding names. I will definitely try to watch another round and try to watch one of the I don't know. The Man Who Sold the Sins sounds like a cool, like, potentially cool movie, but it also, like. I hope it's a horror movie. That sounds awesome. I mean, I it's hope it is. Yeah. Right, that'd be cool, right? Know. I'm just gonna go with better days. Why? Oh, oh, because got more money than the other countries, probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, they don't give it to their artists. We all, we all know money's getting exchanged in these things. All right. <laughs> why, why is it every time you say something, it makes me want to move on? All right. <laughs> that's what I'm. Here, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to move this shit on. Yeah, you know? clearly. Uh, we're gonna skip makeup and hairstyling because uh, I don't have a hairspray. Are we? Are we doing music at all? No. Mm, no. I mean, trying that's to resonate that against Ross. I mean, no, oh, good. oh, they're, they're nominated twice for Soul and Mank. For what? Trying to resonate against Ross. They did the soundtrack for Soul and Mank. Nah. Look at it. Look yeah, at it. he did. Yeah, trying to resonate against Ross. Wow. Cool. Wait a fucking be like, hey guys. Just letting you know, I'm going to boy this bitch regardless. Right. Yeah, the watch they not win. <laughs> I got a 40% chance, motherfucker. That mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're... <laughs> that's a pickup line right now. In right, right. Um Okay, we're going to skip Yeah, skip that shit. I don't remember any of these songs um, for anything. Life Ahead, never seen it. One Night in Miami, haven't seen it. Seriously? Eurovision, haven't seen it. And Oh, I... fuck it. Yeah, Eurovision. Do it. <laughs> okay, sure. Fat Max. Who the fuck is Fat Max? Okay, I know nothing. So, let's move along. <laughs> Look at that. My curse is doing something. All right. Um, let's go with uh, Best Picture. Best Pictures are The Father, Judas and the Black Adam. Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Motherfucking Chicago Sun. So, really, I should watch three movies then. Oh, yeah. It should be Minari, <laughs> Nomadland, and Promising Young Woman. If I need to watch anything, there should be those three. How fucked up would it be if the father wins all the big ones that we've never? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious because I'd be like, motherfucker. Some old white people like... win everything, and we're like, what the fuck? Because yeah. a lot of these are very young people making it, like Minari, Nomadland, very young, and Promising Young Woman. That's the director's second movie. You know, like, but the, the director is also uh, an actor. Well, she's a promising young woman. Cle- yeah, clearly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and Sound of Metal. I mean, I don't know much about his makers, but like, I know that it's, um, I mean, there's a med, for example, and uh, the first timer, the old guy, I mean, these are all a lot of like young first timers going, coming in. Right. Um, the only, the only old hats are really Mank uh, trial and the father made by a lot of people that have been nominated, have been in the scene for many, many years <coughs> by the looks of it, Grant, just by looking at names and stuff. 
anyway, um, obviously for me, Promising Young, um, I would also love to see Sound of Metal or Nomadland win. Um, or Minari. Uh, I'm a fan of all, all those four. Uh, they're, they're really good movies. I wouldn't, I would not be disappointed. But uh, Best Picture is always very weird. I don't know. They calculate yeah, they it differently. Eight, it's political. I don't know. It's like a political. It's eight movies. This year. Yeah, eight movies. Yeah. I don't know why eight right. either. Just go up, round up to ten or, or take down three. I don't. Well, know. they did seven at one point. Didn't yeah. they? They did five. Yeah. Did they do like nine at one? They did nine yeah, at did once. Yeah. yeah. You were like, dude, you couldn't add one more. You kidding me? Right. Like. Right. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, listen, in the end, if that's how they want to do it or whatever the hell it is, I don't really care. As long, I actually don't mind that the movie, that the number does, does change, like, especially to the, the, the feel of the year or however the movies are. That's fine. But sometimes it's like you literally couldn't add one, like, for nine for 10. You could have just put a 10th. Like, it would have been nominated. Like, you guys would have looked probably great for that movie for just to be nominated for that best picture. <laughs> Agreed. Fucking whatever, man. Um,. Should we talk about production design? Achievement in production well, design? I mean, what's production design, really? For the sets. Tenet. Give it to Tenet. A lot of fun sets. <laughs> That's the only one you've seen. Oh, no, you saw Mac. Ah, uh, I mean, Mac. My range like one of them. I mean, it's three sets, guys. I don't know. Whatever. Let's skip around here. <laughs> Best anime is short. I think we've seen um, two of these. So, Burrow. And if anything happens, I love you. Yeah, Remember oh, that sad shit? Fuck you. You Dude. suggested it that day. I did not. Yes, you did. You're like, oh, you're weird. That was you. And I picked that. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say um, Burrow's probably going to win because it's Walt Disney's movie. Um, but I uh, depress I you like if anything happens. But I, I really liked if anything happens, I love it because Burrow had nothing going for it. Like, it was just like a whatever story. Like, if anything happens, stuck with you a little longer, I would say. Yeah, it's haunting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it. So, uh, let's move on here to best live action short. We saw... None of them? Two of them, didn't we? The presents? We saw the presents. Remember? The presents about oh, the... Oh, yes. In, um, yes, in Israeli yes. and Palestine, right? The whole yes. thing? Yes. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a, yeah, it was a heartbreaking... Again, another... Day. I mean, it was a good movie to just see literally a day in their life. It's kind of shit. Yeah, right. That we had to deal with every day just to get a fucking fridge. Yeah, you know. I, would, well, I think that's the only one I remember. I don't think I saw Feeling Through. I think I think I remembered seeing it, but I don't think I can think of anything. I said think like 50 times there. I'm going to move on here to Achievement in Sound. I know nothing about sound, but I assume Sound of Metal is going to win, right? Come on. It's in the title. Right. It's in the <laughs> title. Right? How do you not? Uh, visual effects, though. Um, I haven't seen the one and only Ivan. Midnight Sky had okay <laughs> effects, I guess. Mulan was okay. Love and Monsters was fun. Uh, so Tenet, Tenet, yeah, probably. Ten- <laughs> probably, I don't know. I have no opinion, really. I think Tenet, sure, sure. Let's go with Tenet. Rafi, yeah, particularly love her. No. Okay. Oh, it's a Tenet. Adapt screenplay. These are fun. Oh my god, look at this paragraph uh-huh. title. All right, yeah, read it. Are you gonna say it? Or no, me? I'm not gonna say it. No. Board subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bride to American regime for make benefit uh, once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Oh, you almost blundered there. You almost, yeah. And yeah, I would say yeah. the uh counts as a blunder. Also. The uh does count, I would say, yeah, too. Yeah. But. So, screenplay by Sasha Baron Cohen, Anthony Hines, Dan Swimmer, Peter I Bainman, f- Erica, whatever, Dan Mazur, Jenna Friedman, and Lee Kern, and then story I, by. Oh, my I, God. I felt his eyes roll after we said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You felt it? You for sure you got that? I mean, yeah, I was like, okay. what is this feeling? <laughs> so, a lot of people did this movie and they were nominated also I don't know if it's the same people necessarily but the same group of whatever writers for the original Borat 
were also nominated that year mm. for for the same. Obviously, they didn't win. Um, then we got The Father, screenplay by um, <clears throat> Hampton and uh, Zeller. I do not know them off the off the bat. H and Z, bro. You don't know about H and Z? <clears throat> oh yeah. What do they do? Name one other thing. <laughs> That's why, no. why are you looking it up? Screenplays. Yeah, one other thing. What did they write? <laughs> Titles, bitch. Oh man, the things they write. <laughs> Shut up. The I'm looking for you. You're such a troll. Uh, Nomad Land again. Chloe Zhao. Zhao. Um, she just did everything. She says she did this entire movie herself, basically. One Night in Miami, though. This is what makes me want to watch the movie. Uh, One Night in Miami is that it's nominated for screen. Oh, I think you're not. They actually wrote something called The Mother. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> yes. Is that the first movie? Is this a sequel? I don't is the father a sequel? Are you fucking with me? Dude, I will send you the Amazon. You often say I shit you not, but you're shitting. Okay. Uh, Screenplay by Ken Powers. Uh, I want to see One Night in Miami to see this good good writing. Um, I'll check that out. The White Tiger. Anyone saw The White Tiger? Uh, No, it's on my Netflix queue to watch. I remember Roth was selling on that that night. We guys were were watching the shorts. We didn't have watching it, but did you watch it, Roth? I guess not, right? Which one? Did you forget about The White Tiger? No, I was going to watch it, and uh, and I was like, two hours? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Um, How was it? Oh, it was great. It was great. Like, I wish it was nominated for more things. Oh, okay. I kind of do. I kind of do wish it was nominated for more things. It was a fun movie. It's, I'm not fun, like, I mean, it can get pretty dark, but it's pretty fun overall, though. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, written by uh, Ramin Barani, famous famous indie director. He's been doing it for many, a long time now. Um, but he's very good. Very good. I'm glad he's uh, getting recognized more nowadays. Original screenplay. We're going to uh, Judas and the Black Messiah by Wilberson, Shaka King, and then story by those two as well as uh, two Lucases. Kenny Lucas and Keith Lucas. Two Lucases, yep. <clears throat> and then we got Minari, which is an A24 movie written by Lee Isaac Chung, who I think is a director as well. And then we got Promising Young Woman written by the director, Emerald Fennell. And then Sounds of Metal. Here's where it gets harder, right? Darius Martyr, Abraham Martyr, I guess brothers. It's a brotherly duo thing. Oh, Derek Cien Friends is the story. Cien Friends is the guy who did um, uh, Blue Valentine. Anyone seen that movie? I don't know that one. No, I don't know what that is. It's with Ryan Gosling and uh, that other girl with the face. I forget her name. That's helpful. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a love story, but it's like a fucked up love story. It takes place like at both uh, their starting point and their end point. I don't know, whatever. San Francisco, it was kind of famous in the early, mid-2000s. Um, anyway, and then Trial of Chicago 7, of course, by Aaron Sorkin. The whole reason that movie is uh, popular as it is. Um, do we like Aaron Sorkin's nomination on this one? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think... Obviously, his dialogue yeah. is fucking awesome. But this is, the dialogue yeah, is just forte. If, he's not, if yeah. he's not in something for dialogue, then something's wrong. Something's so. wrong with America, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very good. I don't think it's as, um, you know, when I compare it, I, I even, uh, I'm trying to think. Compare his work? Compared to no, like, the West Wing is his best. Oh, no, yeah, West Wing is his best. Uh, I'm talking movies, though. Uh, I yeah. really, I don't know, my social network, man, just really, really wins me over. I think it's my favorite screenplay of his. Um, yeah, I can see that. Follow really closely to that uh, Jobs movie. What's it called? Is it called just Steve Jobs? Or Just Jobs? Yeah, Steve Jobs, yeah. Okay, it's called one of those, because there's two movies. One is called Just Jobs. And one yeah, called Steve, Steve Jobs. He did Steve Jobs. He did Steve okay, Jobs. that's the one. I really like that one too. Great dialogue. Jesus, I just love that. I just want to see those people talking all day long. 
So um, he might get it. I don't know. That's a, I, I have no idea. It's a toss-up on that one. But for me, obviously, Promising Young Woman or Sound of Metal are my favorites for screenplay. Yeah, yeah, I would say um, Sound of Metal for me because I haven't seen the other one. I mean, how bad as would be a Sound of Metal against uh, everything? That movie. I would be the Chicago worst. Seven. It wouldn't be the worst. Say it again, Luke. Trial of Chicago 7. You were with the trial? Yeah. My man Sorkin got it back in my- I would say when we reviewed that movie, it, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to get a, a good clip for, you know, because I put clips, right, for, to showcase what the next movie is we're going to do. It was like a minute long, 30 seconds long. And for the trial of Chicago 7, though, I had no trouble. You should have some trouble picking a, a good one or whatever. Trial of Chicago 7, I had to pick between five good ones. You know, because it's all really good dialogue I can just put in there. You know, it's good stuff. So, like, it's just uh, the hard part was choosing one. All right. And that is it for our nominations. Oh, no, it's not. Is it? No, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. No, is. I, I just is. went down the page and it's just. No, it is. It just then it does a different list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A different list. Order. Um, so, it, it, I, for, do you guys. No, I know you guys believe this already, but, like, how much. Do you guys believe in the fact that um, COVID affected these nominations? The the picks, I mean, not the not the the postponement, not the postponement, postponement, right. postponement you're right. Not that, but uh, the actual picks. How much do you think uh, COVID affected? I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what I'm asking for an opinion. I mean, no one really knows. You know, I don't think it affected I- it any bit. I mean, I think it has some effect, but probably not as much as we think it did. Just for the fact that there's movies on here, like always, that I've never even heard of that would have slipped past me whether COVID happened or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have slipped past me regardless. But that's what they're there for. That's what people like those guys to make sure that there are those movies that are being still um, looked out for and nominated and given given that chance or whatever. Um. But yeah, overall though, I mean, I feel like just besides delays on certain movies, that's about it. But they get all the all the screeners and everything. They get sent to their house anyway. So like all these reviewers. Well, they also so. still got to be made, and um, you know, and right. they had to reevaluate. I know they had to reevaluate since streaming was a thing, but like you know, they took a long time to do that. They've only recently begun allowing. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually think this show. also helped them probably move. Move, put, move that way forward, which is a good thing. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, I'm trying to get to that, is that um, before, like, Netflix would, in order for a movie for Netflix to get nominated, it had to come in some theater. Right? It, had to, it had to be shown in some theater somewhere. Yeah. Probably LA. And uh, to, to be allowed in, so to speak, to be nominated, right? So, like, they did that. They would do that. Uh, they would release it for that, that weekend, and probably just for that week, and then go back to Netflix, right? Oh, well, it was always on Netflix, but you know what I mean. And uh, but we're seeing a lot more streaming here, and obviously they didn't have to put them in theaters. As a matter of fact, theaters were basically closed for the majority. And when they were open, a lot of people still didn't want to go. So, you know, right. um, I, I would say there's a, definitely a dearth of movies that would be bigger that could have been on here. I would say though, the most affected category, I think, and this is not at all like controversial. This is pretty sure easy for everyone to figure out. It's the special effects. I mean, we didn't get the Bond movie. We didn't get the Fast movie, Fast and Furious. We didn't get whatever yeah. else we didn't get that would have been the Black Black Widow, probably. Black Widow. All of these are definitely the best graphics, you know. Yeah. The best yeah. Uh, effects. No, it's, yeah, you're right. 
that's why Love and Monsters gets on there. You know, that's why Tenet. Oh, maybe not. Well, Tenet is a big movie, I guess. But um, that's why others get on here. That's my point. Midnight Sky. Like, Midnight Sky, really? You know, I'm going wrong. It was it was good, but it wasn't like whatever, you know. Um, so that's, that's right away interesting. And I think that uh, maybe, but others are not affected as much. For example, like the ones that aren't affected at all, I would say is the animated section. Um, because they tend to be, if it isn't Disney, they tend to be pretty much indie movies. <laughs> and they're made you know, for years as a process to begin with, you know what I'm saying? So right. all those not affected, but, uh, I would say that not COVID related necessarily, but 2020 related is maybe why we got more emphasis on Judas and the black Messiah. You might wonder, I mean, I really yeah. thought the five bloods would be on here. I like that movie more. I don't know why Which it's movie? not on here. The five bloods. Yeah. The five. Why bloods the fuck isn't that movie on here for acting? Also all of those categories. Yeah. It belonged here. It had actually something interesting. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Judas doesn't have something interesting to say, but it's just, it's way more of a straight period biopic thing, a story that really happened with the, you know, like it's, it felt, it definitely felt way more paint by numbers than the interesting, the five blows that, it, you know, it's a Spike Lee's movie. Way, yeah. That was way more interesting. I don't know what the fuck um, happened there. Obviously, they, they often snub them anyway. They often snub really interesting movies in general anyway. So I'm not, shouldn't be surprised, but, if they had to, I mean, I don't know why they didn't even consider it. I don't know, whatever. Um, hated that, but I don't think I don't know how much Sound of Metal would have made it as high. If yeah, I don't think it would have made it anywhere as high. I think Mank would have as probably. much as we liked it. Like remember, like Mank, I think would have. And uh, Promising Young Woman had like a very late December release just to qualify. Is one of those movies. Same thing with yeah. Nomadland. They were primed to be nominated. I can feel it, but I feel like. Feel like um, it's on the metal. Speaking of Prime, Amazon Prime. Is this your commercial now for that? <laughs> this is my shills moment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think Sound of Metal would have made the cut though. Before in another world, you know, in another year. Um, but I'm glad it did though. I'm really glad it did because it is definitely it marks like this whole like next gen kind of movie filmmakers, you know. Oh, I lied about that, by the way. Uh, music written for motion pictures, original score. The Five Bloods is nominated for original score, so it is nominated for something. Oh yeah, it's just not the thing we wanted at all for. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and I I don't know, and I don't know what people will pick or not because you know, I mean, I really hope they don't go all political, but they might. I know they do it for the best picture, but like, I really hope they don't do it for all of them. Because some of these uh, actors are definitely a lot of first-timers or first-time nominated, and uh, they definitely deserve it, some of them, I would argue. So I hope they, I hope a lot of people get it. Um, and we'll see. Because there's actually, it's like a weird thing, because there's like three conflicting uh, world events or world tragedies. I don't want to say, I don't know. Three cultural problems that affect three different movies on this list. If you want to go with just political only, if you want to go cynical on that end, you know what three movies are? The three that I'm talking about. With a deafening silence. <laughs> Political-wise, yeah. What, what three are they, you think, that I'm talking about? Judas and the Black Messiah? Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trial of the Chicago 7? Nope. No. I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Uh, Minari? And I know you guys haven't seen it, but Promising Young Woman for sure. For sure. That's a... I mean, 
maybe I don't want to say what it's referencing. Yeah. But it is very big. It's a big one, a world one for sure. I mean, as big as BLM, maybe. I don't know. Um, at least maybe not in 2020, but overall in lately, in lately years. Um, anyway, so yeah, check it out. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it will be that cynical, but they've been that way before. You know, shit like that happens before in the Oscars, and it sucks, but it happens. But yeah, um, hopefully you guys can see some of these before the actual day. And when, when the ceremony happens, we'll probably bring it up. It won't be a whole show on it at all. It'll just be like in the opening, and we'll discuss it, what we thought about it. It'll be like instead of recent discoveries uh, that week, we'll just discuss the Oscars for a while. Okay. Um, and then hopefully you guys can watch some of these. Um, and then I think that's it for the show. So and, unless you guys have anything to say, anything else? No, not to my knowledge. Okay. No, I just need, I just know what I should watch, but that's about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. I hope it comes out with some fruitful options and I hope I don't fuck you guys up too much by suggesting things. Um, all right. So that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Um, don't forget to send feedback at podmoviecast at gmail.com. All of the shit is available, as well as the show notes, as well as the timestamps for uh, all our shows uh, at the show notes for every show you download. So there's always that, as well as our Twitter handles, which is, in my case, is Armin Filmmaker, which is Filmmaker with A-R-M-E-N. And uh, Luke, what's yours? At Slothmaster Luke. And Ruff. At uh, Don Rafael, underscore between the Rafael, and on uh, Twitch at Sutrama. That's right. I almost caught one of your latest streams. I was like late at night, I think. I, I missed it, though. But uh, I saw the notification. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can totally see it. Just give me 10 minutes. Cut to two hours later. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyway, um, now, remember, we are a bi-weekly show. That means we come out every other weekend. So next time, Raf, you're picking the movies. Yep. What movies did you choose for us? Uh, in my uh, mission to watch more French cinema, I have picked a movie that is new. In the, the cinema of the French. <laughs> in the it cinema called, of the uh, French. It is called Madame Claude. It is on Netflix. Um, is it on there I now? Should, I think it's on there now. Yeah. Oh, okay. As of, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on there now. If not next week, but regardless, it's right there. Um, the other movie that's going to be cutting it close to this, the, the, our review, but it'll also be there in time, is uh, 2021's Mortal Kombat. Hey. Uh, is it called just Mortal Kombat? Yeah. It's, and it's. I think they're just adding the 2021. No, like uh, Mortal Kombat cremation. No, Mortal Kombat with a K, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, <laughs> hey, we play the game. They have K everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. But they do a great job of avoiding three Ks together. Um, well, they have to be. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two movies that we're going to watch. That review, and then the. <laughs> what was uh, the name of Quest of the Clown special? <laughs> oh, um, shit, I was just thinking that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, crusty comedy classics. <laughs> so stupid. That was funny. That was really funny. It was great. Yeah, it's a great joke. Uh, anyway, you were, and then the third movie. <laughs> his his uh, his his uh, what's called reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just groans. Yeah. And uh, my movie that I'm picking for marathon wise is uh 2003's Monsters. Uh, movie I missed that year. I hear it's great. I think he got nominated for great shit. So there you go. Yeah, it, it was. And I mean, hopefully it holds up. I saw it that year and it's been the, that's how long it was for me. All right. So um, until then, guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. See you all later. You will not remember the last hour and a half of what you have just seen. You will forget the contents of this movie.